y'all, it's Kavo. Hey, it's JB. And welcome back to another week of us. <laughs> Being us. A weekly podcast that sets the tone <laughs> for women who are striving to be their most authentic selves by sharing the tools we use to navigate this journey called life. What it do, boo. What it do, hope. Oh, we're full. another day. Another, another week. Another day. Another motherfucking dollar. Another, another week of our week. bullshit. Exactly. Another, another hump day. Oh, yeah. Because we record on Wednesdays. Yeah. I do know, love a good hump day. We have any new listeners out there. Oh, okay. Yes, we record on Wednesdays. So, usually the week is beat us up a little bit, and then we come and we talk about it. Exactly. <laughs> so, yes. bear What's with us. What's going on, sis? How you feeling? Um, I'm having a much better day today. Yesterday, I was in a whole mood, not because of daylight savings time. But Mm -hmm. um, because I have some heavy ass neighbors anyways. um, But today I'm having a much better day. Very productive. We have an event this weekend. So gearing up for that. um, Also making sure that, you know, the coronavirus doesn't shut down everything. So if you guys are out there, wash your hands, be safe, you know, just wash your hands. people. Yeah. The fucking hands. Yes. I know Don't that the, the media is putting all this fear out there and that's really what it is all. That's really what it is. But that's literally um, what it is. Yeah. Other than that. So we're trying to, you know, combat that from an event standpoint um, because mm-hmm. we are a community and we bring out free people or not free people. We bring <laughs> out um, a lot of people to our events. So it's just, mm-hmm. you know, kind of dealing with those nightmares. But we're I'm doing I'm doing good. Attacking good. things one day at a time. Good, sis. I'm glad to hear you. Yeah, how are you? I am good. I'm here, you know. Perfect. Today was, I'm not going to lie, today was a rough-ass day. Girl, I just said mine. Okay. Y'all, I'm we don't be having good lie. days every day. Today was a rough-ass day. I was like, bitch, I'm finna go cry on my lunch break and try again after. <laughs> I am, this is just a lie, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... Overall, the week has been good. Everything has been going, you know, good. It's been smooth. Um, I have a lot of things that I've been working on on the back end. So I've been trying to be productive with the time that I have, you know. Mm-hmm. But best yeah. you can do. Yeah. But overall, I'm good. I mean, I'm a lot. I feel like things are coming together, you know. Good. Yeah. That's all you can ask for. Right, you know, the, the good outweighs the bad, so that's what you. Right, exactly. As long as the good outweighs the bad, mm-hmm. then everything's straight. Exactly. Exactly, mundo. Well, you got something All for right. motivation Monday. Bless our souls. Absolutely. Motivation Monday this week. Always go with the choice that scares you the most, because that is the one that is going to help you grow. And that's a quote from Caroline Miss. I like that because growth is not supposed to be comfortable. It's not. Growth is always uncomfortable. And I think people sometimes like. Always uncomfortable. Yes. And I think they misread it sometimes thinking that, oh, well, I don't feel comfortable in this situation. So maybe that, you know, and it's just like, no. If you're growing, you know, you kind of feel it in yourself. Like things are trying. You're having trying moments sometimes. (laughs) You might not necessarily identify it as growth at that point in time. (laughs) Exactly. But when you look back later on in life, you're going to be like, damn, I'm so thankful that I went through that because Mm -hmm. that really helped me get to where I am today. That's not a lie. (laughs) That's not a lie. 
You ain't told not one yet. Well, that gets us into our main topic today. Um, we're going to talk about knowing our worth, knowing our value. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Being uncomfortable in that. Because, I mean, obviously you have to negotiate. You have to um, stand up for yourself and be grounded in what your decisions are. Um, but I'm interested to see where this conversation goes. I don't really have any formal questions, but I think it's going to be a fun topic because normally we just kind of go off the beaten path with all of our stuff. So you ready? I am. I really am. What's up? Let's get into this scoop, girl. I realized I do have to change. I have to change in the cursing, certain type of things I do. I gotta, I, I gotta keep them in mind, you know, because they love me. But not today, though. Today I'm walling. Today I'm bugging and thugging. Not today. Okay. So there were three kind of areas that I wanted to talk about today when it comes to knowing our value and knowing our worth. And that was friendship, relationships, and our careers. And I know mm-hmm. each of those are kind of um, similar, how we treat certain, like those kind of aspects of our lives. But I think we mm-hmm. also treat um, the way we handle situations are a little bit differently when it comes to kind of standing up for ourselves. So the first mm-hmm. thing I wanted to get into was our friendships because we are friends. Um mm-hmm. But I know that we don't have the same mutual friend. Not all of our friends are the same. So I wanted mm-hmm. to kind of pick your brain about how you kind of um, navigate this journey of being grounded in who you are when it comes to your to friendships that you have. Hmm. I think I want you to go first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I would like to think that with each and every one of my friends I'm still the same person I don't think that I mean I think I have different quirks with each one of my each and every single one of my friends but I think the root of me it's pretty much the same across the board I think the one thing for me and my friendships is the re- the reason that all my friendships work so well is because we truly do care about one another um, and we all know mm-hmm. each other's quirks and each other's things, you know. But I also think that with myself, I don't feel like I'm a half-assed friend. And so mm-hmm. I don't really tolerate people coming to my life, coming into my life that really don't bring me value um, or really don't mm-hmm. motivate me to want to do better or motivate themselves to even be better. I don't, I don't really tolerate that kind of thing because I feel like that's more work into a friendship that I'm not really wanting to invest Mm -hmm. I feel like all the new friends that I've gotten within the past couple of years have just been quality people because um, I could tell that their values are strong their morals are strong Um, them as people they're just good people and it's rare that you find just truly good people you know Um, Mm -hmm. but kind of knowing who I am and being and sticking to who I am I feel like that attracts people that know who they are some and in some extent and obviously we're still growing and still learning and figuring out who we are as we get older but Mm -hmm. you kind of know the root of you you know yeah so that's my take on that (laughs) okay i think for me with my friendships in the past i have been the person to accept mediocrity Mm -hmm. that's a good that was a good word oh (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I couldn't think okay. of it. <laughs> mediocrity. So in the past, I've been that person to accept mediocrity in friendships and accept people not being as nice to you as they can or doing things like inviting you while they're already out, <laughs> you know, and then right. you're like, like well, what? they just invited me. So I guess I'll get up and go like, no, girl, they thought about these plans way before they mm-hmm. got to the location. They should have just mentioned it 
while they were like getting dressed or something. Maybe you could have been free and get dressed at the same time, but they're already there. So you're not finna get dressed and try to catch up with these niggas. No. Mm-hmm. And so um, in the past, I had been that person that would accept those things. But when I actually look at the people that matter, the people that I actually call my friends, I think about my everyday routine, right? Mm-hmm. And not that I talk to the same friends every day, no. Yeah. I might talk, like, you and I probably talk most we talk, days. We don't talk yeah. every day. We talk most mm-hmm. days. But especially moving away, being away from home has really shone, like, shown, shined, shown, shown a Shwoned. light. Shine, shined <laughs> a light. I don't know. It's really, sh- it's really um brought attention to the friendships that I do have because I'm not there anymore Mm -hmm. so it's not necessarily like it's testing it where you know you're falling out with people because you don't live closer but it's just more so that the relationship of the friend the the nature of the friendship has changed right so I'm in a position currently where I'm out here and I have like one person that I know I have like one friend right Mm -hmm. and so my friendship's what I need from a friendship now versus what I needed from a friendship when I lived in Atlanta is completely different. So now I need, I guess, support. Like, you know, moral support. Because I'm out here by myself. And I think about, okay, let me call this person and just just to, you know, have somebody to talk to or check in on them because I am that person that'll call and check on people. So now I think I make sure that situations are reciprocal because reciprocity wasn't always a thing Mm -hmm. for me. And so I kind of make a point to make sure, like, okay, if I call this person randomly, I might randomly FaceTime you. You might not answer, but are they going to call me back the next day or the day Mm -hmm. after? You know, Mm -hmm. are they interested to see what I was calling for? You know, or if it's a situation where I call and they don't answer and they never call back. I'm not calling you back anymore, you know? I just feel like, you know, maybe whenever you get time to hit me up, you'll hit me up. But um, I think being away has given me the opportunity to evaluate and decide where people belong, you know? Like, does this person belong in your core group? Does Mm -hmm. this person belong here or there? And um, so I've realized since I've been here that a lot of the friendships that I have are like really solid like i can especially because being away from home and being here it's been very stressful for me to be honest i mean everybody knows that it's been pretty stressful it's been a, a lot of an adjustment you know i'm halfway across the country and so i'm able now to have relationships where i can be vulnerable and say today was not a good day and mm-hmm. as, as opposed to Someone trying to convince me to not think that way or, you know, not necessarily taking my concerns into account. People really like they want to know. They're like, okay, let's talk about it. Why do you feel like it was a bad day? Okay, how can we fix this? It doesn't fit. It helps me not feel like I have to figure everything out by myself, you know? Exactly. And those are things that stand out to me in this point that I'm at now when I evaluate my friendships and decide, like, are they here for me or not? Or deciding where that person belongs in my life is more so now how much, how how do we interact? How much support do we lend to one another? Especially mm-hmm. at this transitional time in our lives where we're getting close to our 30s and everybody's going through things, you know? Are we there to support each other through the hard times or are we only there to talk about, girl, let me tell you this shit about this nigga the other day. You know what I mean? Facts. Are we, 
that that's very important to me because I feel like I had a lot of friends that I would just kiki and haha with and talk shit, but not a lot of friends before where I could talk about a bad day and feel comfortable, you know, be vulnerable and be vulnerable. But now I have that. Mm -hmm. I definitely have that. And I have that in abundance. So I appreciate that. So shout out to (laughs) y'all. But I think that was uh, I hope I answered your question. No, that was a good that was that was great. I mean, you answered 50 probably questions in one. Um, Okay, (laughs) but that's good, though, because I think that you mentioned um, reciprocity and that's so valuable in any aspect of your life because you want to make sure that what you're giving out, you're also receiving. And there are people that are kind of like, take, 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 you know, so it's really important to um have people meet you where you are, but also feel like they value your you and you value them in some aspect of your lives, you know? So I really love that that factor that you had. So I'm glad you brought that up. Thanks, girl. You You're know. welcome. You're welcome. I just try to bring up good points every now and then. Yeah, you be having some dimes here, you know, here and there. Um, yes, what about when it comes to your relationships? Obviously, I know that... Um, <coughs> Those are still things that, you know, we're working on and stuff like that. But, you know, what are some some key aspects of you and relationships that you feel like, okay, this is when I know I have to stand my ground. And this is when I like these are things that I'm not going to waver on for my self-worth. Um, I think that's something that I'm still navigating, obviously, yeah. because I'm still dating and Obvi- trying to figure yeah. out what I like, what I don't like. But... One thing I will say that someone told me and I've heard it multiple times and it's to a point now where it's becoming a solid thought process in my mind. But if someone makes you feel some sort of way or you feel some sort of way about something that someone did, you feeling some type of way is completely valid. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't. It's more so like. I used to second guess myself, especially if someone did something to me, especially in a relationship. Yeah. If someone did something or they said something that I felt was a little questionable or it made me uneasy, as opposed to me being like, this made me uneasy. Let's talk about it because it's not right. I would try to convince myself that my uneasy feeling is my problem mm-hmm. and that I need to solve it internally because there should be no problem. I don't know if that's the right wording for it or if that even makes sense out it loud. It does. But. I, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was something that I navigated through over time or whatever. But now, I guess I would say standing my ground, it, it kind of goes back to that when I decide, is this something that I would do to you? Or, you know, is this something that I should be willing to accept or not? And for me, reciprocity is big because I feel like the people in my life I treat them like utter fucking gold. I really do try to, at least. I I feel like I try to let people in my life know what they mean to me and in more ways than one. In whatever way you best receive it, I feel like you'll find that from me. I don't, mm-hmm. I personally don't feel like anyone in my life will be like, she don't give a fuck about me. Yeah. She don't, like, you know, Wise. I don't think that's a thing that people can say about me. But 
in my previous experience, I have been able to say that about other people in relationships and friendships and work, you mm-hmm. know, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. But now we're talking about relationships. Yeah. And obviously it's more apparent because we deal with niggas and niggas don't be giving a shit sometimes. <laughs> and, <laughs> and sometimes we accept that shit. We'll be like, he don't give a fuck, but you know, I'm going to just back off too. Fuck that. Like, no bitch. Like, don't just back off. Say, fuck that nigga. Leave that yes. nigga alone. Oh my gosh. Yes. You know, and I've come to the terms with like being able to accept that nigga does not like you enough because hey, like, you know, and it doesn't have to be any more to it. Yeah. It's like, he don't like me enough. So you know what? I'm out. I'm straight on that. Yep. I'm not really interested in it. I'm not mm-hmm. even pressed on that because he ain't interested enough. You know, and I think it, um, I mean, I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, I know I'm the shit bitch. Look at this. Period. You I'm see this <laughs> baby. Okay. Okay. I'm in my bag. I'm in his too. That's why every time you see me, I got some new shoes. I mean, period, but, poo. You know, period, poo. But I look at myself and I'm like, I'm the shit. And I know I am. I believe that. I'm convicted in that. And I know not only am I a good friend, not only am I a giving person, not only am I a caring person, you know, but I bring a lot to the table. And I think when it comes to relationships, it's important for us to look at and evaluate what we bring to the table and what we have to offer. Not only like, oh, I know how to cook and I know how to clean, but also it's like, I'm a list. I listen. I'm a good listener. I provide good advice. When you're having a down day, I make every attempt to make sure I can try to make it, make you smile or make your day better. You know, those are things that I feel like bring value to a relationship and to the table because those are things that are like, you know, every day. And when I look back on it, I'm like, if someone doesn't give me that, then maybe they're not for me. And that's that. That's so, that's such a fact. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Because that's you it. don't have to build this whole story. <laughs> no, and I love it because you don't have to build this whole story to make it seem like it's more than what it is. If someone just is not giving you the same type of energy that you're putting out, it's just not worth it in the end. You know, um, I think sometimes we get so wrapped up in, this like long drawn out like well I expected it to be this way and this is you know and so we kind of like fester and feed into this expectation which we've talked about um absolutely and when it doesn't come out that way we kind of beat ourselves up for it but it's really not on us it's like not saying withstanding whatever we do to put it out there of course if it's on us then Mm -hmm. we need to own up to it but sometimes it's just not on us sometimes the other person is just not um in that headspace and it's just not fair to us to even go there with someone who doesn't bring the same type of re- energy to the relationship overall. It's just not fair. Yeah. And time is something you can't get back, baby. Okay. Don't waste mine. Do not waste mine. Okay. Because I got you. other things I could have did with them hours. Okay. Hello. <laughs> them hours I put into this shit. I got other things I could have been doing with that shit. Yeah. So like, I think, don't honestly, waste it. Let me know early. Exactly. I think for me, like time is much more of a factor than like the monetary value. Like I don't care yeah. about the money that I've spent on you, whatever. Like I spend money on bullshit all the time. <laughs> all the um, time. All of the time. <laughs> but the time that you invest in someone who just doesn't understand you, is not willing to understand you, or just doesn't care to understand you, it's kind of just the like. energy too. Yeah yeah it's just not i don't know i think for me in this whole thing i'm learning that power is a positive thing and i don't want to give away my power because i Mm -mm. used to do that um obviously i'm still dating but i just know that 
knowing who I am as a person and knowing the values that I bring and the things that I bring into a relationship, I feel like there's, I was so quick to give up power or not speak up for myself and just not really stand my ground when it came to certain topics that may have made me feel uncomfortable as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And that tacks on a whole bunch of separate issues, right? So when you're not speaking up for yourself, your self-esteem is going, getting lower because you feel like, okay, well maybe it's me at this point in time. Like I don't understand why we're not vibing. And you know, you start to second guess yourself you start to mm-hmm. overthink you start to um kind of close off from people around you that really want the best for you but you don't mm-hmm. really know how to articulate or communicate how you feel there's just so much mm-hmm. that comes with that and i feel like i definitely have been that person to where instead of speaking up or standing up for myself i kind of just let things go um mm-hmm. and i no longer no longer care to be that person i mean i like who i am now i love myself i am a bad i tell my friend all the time like i am the badder bitch every fucking time period okay Mm -hmm. and i truly believe that and i think that when you go into certain situations and you decide that you're no like not even that you decide but that you're told or that you're made to feel like you are no longer the badder bitch it's kind of just like you don't know how to address that because you've never had to in a sense and now Mm -hmm. i just feel like i don't want to ever give up my power of loving who i am and i don't want to ever give up the power of knowing that like I matter and what I bring to the table is more valuable than anything else. And if you can't match that, and if you can't even at least attempt to like see that in me, why am I wasting mm-hmm. my time with you? Like you said, time is a very valuable thing and I can't get that back. And I would rather spend the rest of my days with my friends and my dog and traveling this world and loving on my family than to be with someone who just doesn't care for the inner me, you know? Nah, I'm not interested in wasting my time with somebody who don't I can't. Give a fuck about me. I can't. I no. just cannot. <laughs> it's hella. First of all, it's hella niggas out here, bro. It's oh my god! Right? Oh my god! And don't get caught up on how good a nigga dick is, cause that happens. You'll be like, I'm never I mean, gonna find this duh. again, baby. Please, <laughs> okay, girl, baby, please. I think that um in the previous times i used to be afraid to let things go because i'll be like but what if i never oh, find this again yes. or what if this never happens what again? if no one it's makes like, me feel this way ever again because you're so excited Shut about the highs and you don't even realize the lows are killing you <laughs> that's the thing you're yes. so excited Say about that those one highs. More time. <laughs> what if no one makes me feel this way ever again because you're so excited about the highs and you don't even realize the lows are killing you yes, it's crazy that is Yes, that's really what it is. You'll be like, like I, I really have to look at myself in the mirror, or I'd had to previously, and be like, bitch, shut your ass up. You're dramatic ass. It's fine, niggas left and right, and you right. worried about this little seven and a half over here okay. that ain't doing the job, baby. Go get you a nine that's willing to work. I truly it's believe that simple. the person that's supposed to be with you will make it known. You'll never have to second guess that. That's accurate. And even like, it's funny because um, I think that I, I was talking about this guy's a seven and a half and the nigga might have been a nine when I was talking to him. But if you did things to make yourself unattractive over time, you know, when people show that they're not there with you, therefore you could be like, yeah, the nigga attractive. He fine, but he ain't as attractive as he was before. Okay. You know. Those are things that I look at, too. Like you said, paying attention to all those other factors. Yes. Um, which leads me into my next thing, right? Because yeah, getting into career. I know mm-hmm. that um, for me, knowing my worth 
obviously, you know more things that I'm going to share with the, everybody on this podcast, but um, had the attempt to go out and get a new position. You know, it's like mm-hmm. that is a huge thing and those are blessings. But then you have to figure out, OK, before I just uproot my entire life or uproot, you know, all the things that I know here, what what is it in alignment? You know, and I, I think I thank God for family who really support and really assist you in your time of need mm-hmm. and not only in your time of need, but just throughout your lives. But you can call on them and just say, like, hey, this is what I'm thinking. Can you help me? Because one thing about me, I am the most indecisive person. Mm-hmm. ever okay i will sit there and battle myself about the dumbest things that do not matter and eat myself up for any type of like decision that i'm gonna make until it mm-hmm. happens and i'm like oh that wasn't as bad right um right but i had to think about okay does this new thing align with not only the monetary stuff right because i have to be paid i have to be able to live and survive right but like there's non-financials that i have to make sure that you know are in alignment are there are there young professional cohorts out there i'm a person that is now into networking so i want to make sure that i can still network when i go out there is there um Mm -hmm. you know are there people like me that are out there because hello i'm a black woman and i don't want to get somewhere where there's not many people of me it's just so many Mm -hmm. things that kind of like we have to like battle with and I think the one thing that I pride myself in is that I am an emotional being. I think I've made that very known. Um, I will cry and I do not mind. I won't cry at work like that, but I definitely will be that person that's going home on their lunch break being like, okay, let me break down for a little bit and then come right back, you know, and get myself together. Um, Mm -hmm. But I had to take the emotional factor out of every decision that I make when it comes to work because I don't want emotions to... I've been that person that's made decisions based off of emotions. And when I look back on it, I'm like, damn, I wish I would have thought about that more. I wish I would have stuck to my guns and actually like spoke up for myself more. I wish I would have um, addressed that in a different you know, manner. And mm-hmm. now that I now the way that I am now, is just kind of like I look at every situation and have to assess like how is going to benefit me in the long run? Does this align with my future goals? What do I need to do in order to make sure that I'm being valued the way I should be valued? So what are your so what are some ways for you in your career? Like how are you managing that aspect? I think I look at the position overall. I look at the people I'm surrounded around and I wonder, you know, am I appreciated? Mm-hmm. Is my time valuable here? And then I also think about the end goal. So I know where I want to be mm-hmm. in the end. I know my dream job, my dream position, my dream city that I want to live in. Yeah. Is this in alignment with that or is this contradicting that? Because if it's contradicting it, then it's time for me to sign, find something that's more in alignment with where I picture myself being. And... um thinking about the benefits. Am I learning here? Am I okay. growing here? Right. Or am I just taking on responsibility and being stressed? Or am I spending time worried about things that have nothing to do with the job itself? Because a lot of times when you work, it's other factors that surround the job that stress you out more than the actual work. Mm -hmm. And um, so those are things to pay, you know, take into account and pay attention to. And um, I think that that's why I chose the quote in the beginning of... Mm -hmm. When it said, like, go with the hardest decision, because a lot of times when it comes to especially work or relationship or friendships, when you're deciding that it's time to end things or for things to be over, mm-hmm. it's not often an easy decision. No, to make. it's not. It's often very difficult. And sometimes you wonder if you made the right decision. Yes. 
you know, if you should have said or did something differently. And oftentimes the answer is no, you did everything the way that it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. done, you know. But um, I think it comes down to, like you said, taking the emotion out of the situation, which can be very difficult. Yeah, that's Um, by far the hardest part. Yeah. Because for you, it's personal because Mm -hmm. it's your money, it's your income. Mm -hmm. And for the other people, it may be personal as well. But when it comes to business, business is not a personal thing. Yep. Business is, does it work or does it not? If it doesn't, it's got to go. You know? And so when it comes to evaluating your worth or, you know, if you're being appreciated at your job or wherever you're working or if you're looking at a new career, you know, things to evaluate are those things like am i valued will i be valued at this company Mm -hmm. what are the requirements of the position what are other things that surround this position that might add stress to my life exactly you know how how do the other employees feel working here do they feel appreciated Mm -hmm. do they enjoy every day or are they spending every day stressed because the boss is one certain way or whatever the case may be those things happen and so i think that it's important to take all of those things into account and then evaluate based on that what works for you and what doesn't i completely agree i also Mm -hmm. think that anything you choose in life should be exciting and fun right so Mm -hmm. whether you're meeting someone for the first time whether you're dating someone whether you're having getting meeting a new friend or um going on a new job venture I think you should be excited about the next best the next the next thing Mm -hmm. when you lose that excitement I feel like deep down it it may not be the place for you or deep Mm -hmm. down it may Mm -hmm. not be the motivating the motivating factor for your life or it may not Mm -hmm. be in alignment with what with, with what you feel right because there are people in this world that make things difficult, right? I have worked mm-hmm. with very difficult bosses. I know that you have. And mm-hmm. um, some days are easier than others. But there's also days where you just feel like, okay, well, this is just not in alignment with what I have going on. And you kind of have to stand up for yourself, right? We've definitely talked about that mm-hmm. um, in both of our careers. Like standing up for yourself and really like showing that because you know you're valued. You know that you value right. yourself and that's really all the validation that you really need because some people just don't like to give out val- like they don't want to validate you and let you know that you're a good you're a good worker or you're a good girlfriend or you're a good friend. Like some people just don't know how to communicate that. And it when you know your worth, I think it kind of makes that decision a little bit easier to know, OK, I have to cut you off because you clearly don't want what's best for me the way that I want what's best for you. Right. Mm -hmm. Sometimes those red flags that pop up, we see them, but we don't want to actually address them because either we're scared to Mm -hmm. address them or um, we don't want to believe that they're real. But baby, y'all, they're real. They're real. They're in your face. They're smacking you. They exist. They're there. Okay. I think that um, (laughs) I think that it's very important to know, you know, when to stand up for yourself. And I don't a thing that I wanted to say is. I've never regretted standing up for myself. My only regret was that I didn't do it sooner. Ooh. Yes. And yes. that is something that I am actively working on. Mm-hmm. Making sure that I nip shit in the bud from the jump. 
you know, because Friends a lot of times you're, you'll accept things from certain people. Mm-hmm. You might not accept certain things in a relationship or you might not accept certain things in a friendship, but maybe it's your job. And maybe you allow things to go on in the workplace that don't make you feel the most comfortable or the most, I guess, safe when you're at work, right? But instead of addressing those things right on, you're like, mm, I don't want to jeopardize my income. Right. Or I don't want to say anything and then they get offended and the next thing you know, I'm taking off of this project or whatever okay. the case may be. Mm-hmm. You know, those are those are real concerns. I feel that making sure that people have respect for you is most important. Yeah. And I feel that when it comes to standing up for yourself, it there's different ways to do it, right? So yeah, you might course. be worried about, what if I say this and then that's the end of my job and I get fired? Okay, first of all, if you get fired for standing up for yourself, that's not the job for you. But okay. also there's a way to do that. You don't have to kick and scream and yell about it. No, but you, you got to be tactful. You know, you could be very tactful and let somebody know, look, we're not doing that today. Mm-hmm. Sarah, you may not touch my ponytail. No, ma'am, you may not. You can back up. Ah, ah, get that coronavirus hand away from me. <laughs> I know you didn't wash your hands when you left. I know you only splashed your fingers when you left the bathroom, ma'am. So I need you to back up. Okay? You have to let people know. You know, you yes. have to you have to cut it at the jump instead of allowing certain things until you kind of get fed up with it. Yes. And then when you get fed up, it's affecting you more than it's affecting them. Yeah, because people are just sleeping fine at night. The moment... sleeping fine at night fucking you over. Yes. The moment you start to negotiate your self-worth and accept less from people, that's when you tell the universe that, okay, I don't deserve any better. So that's when people start treating you any type of way. That's Mm -hmm. when vicious cycles and patterns begin. Like, you don't understand that you have the power and the control of you, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. there are things that you can't control people's responses, but you can control yourself. So like you said, you have to be tactful in everything you do. I mean, we're talking about careers here, but you know, if your boyfriend's being an ass, you know, light his ass up, sis. Light his ass up. Light him light up. Light that nigga up. Bitch. Light him up. Let him the fuck don't allow out. anyone to make you feel like you're less than. <laughs> and I'm not saying this to say that, oh, I'm, you know holier than thou and i can walk out here tomorrow and be like i were i'm you know whatever this person but i just think that as you grow and as you start as you mature more and as we you know approach you know um our later years it's like i don't want to ever look back on my life and be like damn i wish i would have said this instead of just folding or i wish i would have done this you know the what if what if could you know whatever that game you play what it could have should have or i wish this and i wish that i don't want to ever look on back look back on certain situations and be like damn i was a coward for that and notwithstanding there are situations in my life now that i see that okay i should have said this and been more stern about what i was feeling um but i don't want to also sulk in them i don't want to sit there and make myself feel like okay now i'm this terrible person or this dumb girl because i allow this person to treat me like this you know i'm also we're still young we're gonna mess up we're not you know cured Mm -hmm. from any of this bullshit but i just don't want to ever make myself feel like i'm less than for anybody else in my life ever again and that's family that's that's friends that's relationships that's careers that's all across the board yeah I mean, that that is what it is. Like, yeah. you can't allow somebody to affect how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. 
And um, I feel like standing up for yourself when you postpone or delay that, that's because you don't feel as if you deserve. Yep. Deep down, that's what it is. You don't feel as if you deserve the things that you really want or that Mm -hmm. you really desire. And yeah, I feel like you you should not give people that amount of power over you Mm -hmm. or that amount of jurisdiction over your life and your happiness. I agree. And yeah. that's all I had for this beautiful okay. week of becoming she. Do you want to add anything yeah, else? No. Um, I think that in all aspects of life, it would be really good if you came up with a list of what things you think are non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. You know, what things you can slide on and what kind of things, you know, you, you can't tolerate or whatever the case may be or you're willing to tolerate. I think that it's good not only in relationships, not only in, you know, your friendships, but also in career to have lists for different things so that it makes it easier for you to separate your emotions from the situation. Because when you have it written down, the reality is you're not treating me right or the reality is this my director doesn't appreciate me Mm -hmm. and what I do or the reality is. This nigga don't pick up the phone when I call and mm-hmm. he called me back whenever he feels is okay for him, you know? Yep. Then you have to decide. Then once you look at, you know, your list and you decide, wait a minute, that's on my list. That's on my list of non-negotiables. It's time mm-hmm. to address it, you yep. know? And it makes it easier for you to decide as opposed to getting caught in that thought process of like, what will happen if I say this or what will happen mm-hmm. if I say that, you know, that's, yeah. I guess, a knowing your worth you kind of like defining your worth and looking at looking at it like that and deciding where you go from there yep and staying grounded in your worth stay grounded in that shit bitch yeah. because you deserve exactly <laughs> <laughs> okay well I'm great <laughs> you are um <laughs> you definitely are um well that was really great i really enjoyed that conversation um I did too yeah i we i'm proud Anyways, you ready to get into this feature of the week? (laughs) Yes, bitch. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. We haven't had a feature of the week in a little minute. Okay. Yeah. We've been trying to be frugal with our little coins and stuff. Okay. You know, we ain't been going out like that. Exactly. But this place is really cool. I went to it this past weekend. Um, It is called Velvet Taco. It's in Buckhead. And the address Mm -hmm. is 77. There's also one in Houston, too, guys. Oh, yeah. There is one in Houston. Um, The address is 77 West Paces Ferry Road, Northwest, Unit 35A, Atlanta, Georgia, 30305. They are pretty freaking good. I'm not going to lie. So um, you walk in. The atmosphere is really, really cute. It's definitely like Mm -hmm. all... um, they have like pictures like these old pictures like the art the artistry in the entire place is really really cool um mm-hmm. it's right there in bucket like i said i ended up having like this buffalo taco and um this like rotisserie taco it was some really good stuff go in there they got cheese dip they got margaritas okay and i was all down for that they do have healthy options they have vegetarian options and they have desserts um i went in there at like two o'clock in the morning and it was packed yeah, so, they be packed late at night. Yes. I haven't been. It is a great little after before. night after hour spot for sure if you're hungry and you're trying to get some tacos on the way home. And it's really not as expensive as um 
other places that I've been, I think it's right in line with a lot of different places, especially in Buckhead. You expect for the tacos to be a little bit more pricey, but they're pretty good. Can't complain. Guys, go check out Velvet Taco in Buckhead, and there's one in Houston. Yeah, the address for the one in Houston is um, 907 Westheimer Road, Suite A, Houston. And um, my suggestion, I mean, the tacos are, are pretty okay. I had, I have, I've had some good ones and I've had some that I'm like, oh, okay, these are okay. These are right. But the queso, my nigga, that red, so they have like a red curry queso. Did you get the queso? I did not. Oh, bitch, you should have got that. That queso so good. That queso so motherfucking good. I swear, <laughs> every time I go, I'll be eating it. And I'm like, okay, let me save some. Like, let me not get carried away. I want some for tomorrow. <laughs> I gotta go it back and get really it. It's really good. So y'all make sure when y'all go, y'all get that red curry queso. It's like nothing I've ever had before. It's delicious. Well, there you have it, ladies and gents. Red curry queso. Get you a taco. buffalo taco. Get you a rotisserie taco. Get you a fish and chips taco. Get you all those mm-hmm. good tacos. They got okay? a shrimp and grits taco that my uncle said. I was did have that, and I actually you really like that like one. It? That that's one of mine. Yes, I, I have did to try like it. it. I haven't had it yet. Thank you guys again for tuning in for yet another week of our podcast of becoming she we thank you so much for being a part of this platform if you have any questions comments you want to give us any suggestions for future episodes or if you have any sponsorship opportunities or partnerships hit us okay. up at becoming she live at gmail.com also make sure you guys follow us on our journey on instagram and twitter at becoming she underscore and I think that's all we got for this week. We yeah. love y'all so much. Love, love. Thank you yet again for coming to listen to our shit. We hope you have wonderful, productive weeks. Mm-hmm. And make sure you stand up for yourself. Know your worth, bitch. Okay. And wash your mother freaking hands. Bye. We out. Mm-hmm.